It's uh, 12 minutes after 11. Remember, you can call in right now and uh, ask your questions around the 350 Rand grant, whatever questions that uh, might have been uh, bothering you and you want answers and need answers. Call in on 011-714-2006 or you can WhatsApp on 0614-104-107. Let's welcome Fanisi Doha, who's the General Manager um, of Operations at SASA. Thank you very much for joining us, Fan. Um, good morning, Patricia, and the listeners of SAFM Talking Point. It's a great pleasure having you, especially now that uh, the Social Development Minister, Lindiwe Zulu, has uh, reiterated that everybody has to reapply for the reinstating of the 350 rand social grant relief. Um, and the president as well uh, said that uh, the grant would be paid until March next year and will now include unemployed caregivers with a budget of about uh, 27 billion rand that has been set aside for this uh, reintroduction of the 350 grant. So, Let's start off. Um, are you as a SASA geared and ready for the inflow of uh, the applications? Because I'm sure there's going to be a lot more since there are more categories that have opened up. Look, um, we as SASA, we are actually ready because um, um, with effect from tomorrow, people um, um, can start actually applying those that um, uh, uh, qualify. Um, to an extent, let me indicate that when when we open up tomorrow, will be um, people will be applying using the WhatsApp channel that uh, we have been utilizing. We'll also be opening up utilizing the SASA website. Um, later on, um, during the course of the month, what we will be doing is we are going to add. Uh, extra channels in which people can be able to apply, um, such as um, uh, mobile apps that we are just um, uh, concluding to configure will then be availing um, to the public so that um, those that do not want to go through WhatsApp or the website, they can possibly use the um, the mobile app at a later stage. But tomorrow when we open, we'll be opening applications through uh, uh, WhatsApp and um, SASA website. USSD and the mobile app will be available at a later stage. Funny, I'm, I'm very glad that uh, Sasa is utilizing various platforms to ensure that all South Africans have access to be able to apply for this grant, especially those who qualify. Um, but my question is, will those who are qualifying receive absolutely every single month from the time the first payment is made up until uh, March next year, uh, 350, or is there a cap to the amount that they can receive? Um, look, um, part of the changes that have been introduced is that um, there is now been an inclusion of a means test uh, threshold of 595, implying that uh, people that we are, we are expecting them to apply should be those um, who are not, um, whatever kind of uh, income flows that they have may not be exceeding an amount of uh, 595 because... Um, um, that is um, regarded as the, the, the equivalent of um, the, um, the, the minimum in which um, uh, it is understood that um, at least if you are at that level, you should be, you should be well off, but you should be well off to, uh, to, to survive. But if, if, if your income is above 595, uh, those are actually not 
encouraged um, um, to apply. And of course, if any of them would uh, apply and we happen to uh, to decline the applications, what we will be doing is um, we are looking at um, uh, uh, verifying uh, uh, if if they had submitted reconsiderations, if they have uh, requested us to reconsider our decision, if we had um, rejected their applications, will be now going into their, uh, their accounts, verify if they are not having other income streams that are in, in, in access of 595 uh, limit that has been introduced with the new direction. But other than that, um, um, we, we are ready. We, people who would have applied, uh, we will be able to pay them all their dues. And, and once again, I think this particular part I need to emphasize, I need to stress, because it is during application. It is during application when clients give us their particulars, where um, issues start. Because if the details that have been given to us, let's assume a person applies and they give us their, their banking details, and their banking details are actually wrong. You can imagine what will happen thereafter, because we have some verification processes that we have put in place. And in an instance where the banking details would not be correct, surely the payment of that person will be delayed um, uh, whilst we will be waiting for corrected uh, 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 details. The same applies the, the contact details that we are, we are provided. If a person gives us um, a, a cell phone numbers as numbers that we can be able to communicate with them, and later on they lose the phone and they change to another phone, think about it. Between me and you, if you lose your phone and the only number that I have is the one that you would have, have, have given me, it will be a struggle for me to be able to locate you over time. Except otherwise you come back to me and say, oh, funny, I've, I'd, I've, I'd forgotten to tell you that my number has changed or I'd lost my number for, for, a, for two weeks I was not available. Uh, did you look for me for any reason? So in, in short, what I'm saying is the details which the people are giving us, they need to be correct. The bank, banking account details, you can't give us uh, the account details of a third party. Surely we are not going to pay into that. They, it's got to be the bank details that are registered in your name. The cell phone numbers that they are giving us must be cell phone numbers that we can be able to reach them um, at any time because we correspond. Remember, they, they apply without us seeing them, meaning that when we communicate, we communicate with them through the channels that they would have confirmed to us as formal channels for us to communicate. So that, that's the critical part. But other than that, if, if any of these things are not going to be uh, on, our, on, on their way, we as SASA, we are ready to take applications effective from tomorrow. We will be able to start uh, effecting payments uh, towards the end of, um, of, of August for the first block of clients that we have already received the applications. And again, everyone who has previously received the 350 grant needs to understand the 350 grant ended on the 31st of, of April. Um, and where we are now, um, if you want to receive it again, you need to reapply. If you don't reapply, it is not going to be automatic. I think this is critical for, for the listeners of, um, 
of talking points at SAFM this morning. Fanny, I don't believe you've responded to part of my question where I asked, uh, is there a cap to the amount in terms of you receive 350, maybe uh, the maximum that you can get is 3,500 rand, or does it continue? Um, um, there isn't basically a cap in a sense that um, um, if, you, if you qualify, you don't have any income streams, you will definitely be receiving your 350. But uh, remember, we on a month-to-month, we, we do verify um, all applicants to confirm if they are not um, having any income streams because we know economic situations of individuals can change at any time. Today you are applying, uh, you are not working, but next month you can possibly be working. So should at any month that... Um, um, uh, 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 you, who will be paying, should we verify you and find that you don't qualify, will definitely uh, not continue um, such a grant uh, in, the, in, the, in the month that we would have picked up that you are having some income or you are possibly working. Excellent. But, uh, let me go to the lines. I've got Swusiso in Midlands. Good morning, Swusiso. Good morning, sis. Uh, good morning, sir. No, <clears throat> what asks me actually is you not actually activating the USD because a lot of people don't have these smartphones as they are. They'll be trying for these 350s. So please try and make it snapper for those USD applications. Excellent. Thank you uh, for Thank that. You. Pastor Nene in Peter Maritzburg, good morning. Patricia, how are you? Strong, Pastor Nene. What's your question or comment? Yeah, morning to your guest there. Go ahead, Pastor Nene. Uh, I wonder if you can hear me. I'm on headset, so I'm driving. We hear you loud and clearly. Uh, thank you very much. Well, my question is, um, the wife, my wife, applied uh, previously for, for this grant of 350, and she didn't get it because she was told that um, she has been uh, studying through uh, NSFAS, so she's not going to get... 350 rands. Unfortunately, she never continued with those studies because NSFAS didn't pay for the first three months and then she had to drop out. Now, it was to my surprise that she was not going to be getting that 350 rand because of that uh, NSFAS hiccups. Until today, until the 350 rand matter was closed, she never get paid. So I wonder whether uh, that is from NSFAS and, and, and the money from SAFA, uh, how do they correspond? But she didn't get anything from NSFAS. Thank you very much for the question, Pastor Nene. Let uh, me go back to Fanny. Fanny, could you please respond uh, firstly to the first caller asking about the possibility of having a USSD string for applications? I think as I've indicated when we first started, Patricia, I, I was clear that um, later during the course of the month, we will be op- uh, during the course of, 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 uh, of this journey, we'll be opening up um, the USSD channel together with um, the mobile app. So um, I think they must just hold on there. There's other channels that we will avail at a later stage. But if I go down to uh, back to Pastor Nene, just to indicate that to Pastor Nene that um, I think um, the listeners out there, they need to understand. Applications are done virtually. They are not submitting any documentation to SASA. And of course,
Sasa has an obligation to go out there and, and verify the details that are being provided. And we start with NSFAS is just one of the many entities that we, we bound the ID numbers and the name that would have been, would have been provided uh, to. So we, we check with a number of entities, but to be specific on NSFAS, listeners must understand that we checking with NSFAS if, we check in two scenarios, if a, this applicant that we have exists on their database as an individual whom NSFAS would, would have approved funding for, or this individual exists as an individual whom NSFAS would have um, approved and paid. So either one of the scenarios, if it applies, we're not, uh, we're not going to continue and, um, and, and approve a 350 grant. But whether there could have been glitches on the side of NSFAS, uh, delaying with payments, et cetera, et cetera, those are outside of our environment because um, um, if, if such are available, but what remains is there was an approval, the person qualified, there was an approval, and I think um, those small elements, we, we are assuming that they are being handled uh, between um, the applicants and the responsible entities. Because the same scenario is a scenario that applies with, uh, with UIF. We have people who have applied for the 350 SRD grant, who on the other, on the other end have actually applied for their, uh, to be assisted with their unemployment um, um, insurance fund from um, UIF, whom either UIF would have approved or uh, in some instance, they, they would have already started, they would have approved and not started paying or approved and started paying or this person would be, they wouldn't have not applied, but they would be qualifying to apply and get the funding. So if any of these scenarios uh, exist, an approval on the side of 350 will not take place because of um, the fact that there they is a channel that is available which uh, you are already getting some assistance or that you could qualify to get some assistance, uh, which is also a government channel. All right. Moving on uh, to the lines. Nikita, good morning. Uh, good morning, Patricia, your guest. How are you? Strong. How are you, Nikita? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. okay. So uh, let me start this next. So I made an application, I think last year it was in June, right? And when the, because I met the criteria, I uh, read over it, and I met and I applied. And then one, it was rejected, uh, no reason given. Secondly, it kept saying UIF registration. So they, but they could not make a difference between uh, being uh, having registered and being an active contributor, right? It was I had or I had worked, I applied, I received my yes benefit, and was unemployed. But that application, right, for the appeal was only approved, Patricia, in January of 2021, right? And payment only done in February of 2021, the current year. You can imagine a lapse of eight months, of eight months. And during this time, I had to beg, I had to borrow, I had to just to sort myself out. And you can imagine a situation where you're saying you're helping people and who are the most vulnerable, but their system is further again um, victimizing you 
And I did email. I sent emails to, uh, to let's say, to everyone. Um, I even received communication from the CEO of Sasa and Tlantla Charmaine. They know the story, right? But how can it be possible that something takes nine months for the most vulnerable people in the country? And now, for I think for February, May, and June, it was declined, saying that after a means test. I'm thinking... I received some money because I had nothing. I'm not working. So there will be people who would actually want to contribute so that I can sustain myself because the system that's meant to feed me, it's, it's not working or it's inadequate. And one of those things, you know, the, the system was automatic, so they cannot uh, properly pick up. But nine months, Patricia, nine whole months, what does that mean? Because I knew what it meant for me. It meant that I had to actually humble myself from working to not working and to actually to actually to literally beg. That's what it meant, that system. So it leaves a lot to be desired and it actually victimized people further in a time of a pandemic. People were going hungry. That's what it actually meant. So really I, I really what what this person would say Maybe for them it wasn't a lot. Maybe 350 was, I don't know, maybe it was an insignificant amount. But for someone who's going hungry, it actually meant a lot. And it's it, it one thing that really got me angry and, and really just, uh, and just I don't know, I, I'm just baffled to, really, to put this into words, really. Thank you for sharing your experience, uh, Nikita. But sorry about that experience. Um, let me move on to Gift Emalasheni. Good morning. Oh, actually, before I go to gift, it's 11.30. Uh, brother Luanda Mawume is waiting for us. Patricia Nduli on SAFM. Continuing with our conversation um, with our guest, uh, who is uh, the operations manager at SASA, uh, Fanny Sitoha, and uh, we are talking about the 350 Rand grant uh, that is going to be opening up for applications from tomorrow. Any questions that you might have, call in on 011-714-2006, or you can WhatsApp on 614 Gift Emalasheni, thank you for holding and being patient. Good morning. Hello, hi, how are you? Good gift. What's your question? Uh, okay, sure. So um, the one question that I have for the gentleman we have there in the studio, the first one would be um, if a person received um, UIF last year, uh, you say they're not receiving anything from UIS, would they still qualify? And then the other one would be around, I read on the news that um, uh, the, the payments from last year, if you have not, uh, what you call, withdrawn by the end of this month, then you would forfeit those those funds. I, I'd like to know what informed that decision because we still have a lot of queues at the post office, and uh, sometimes it requires for people to go there. Sometimes other people sleeping at the post office rather. So uh, I don't understand because by that time there are people who will definitely will not have received their money. Thank you for those questions. Gift uh, going to Kabelo in Gauteng. Kabelo, good morning. Morning, Patricia. Your listener, how are you? Strong. How are you? No worries, no worries. Uh, first of all, I just want to make an expression of appreciation to your guest today with regards to the technological um, plans that they put in place to ensure our people are access this fund. But my question is, um, is Papa and the government of the day currently working on any possible plan that is actively meant to uh, serve as a permanent solution to this crisis that is faced by, is currently faced by um our people, or when are they planning to carry on uh, giving or taking the little that we have 
to the to our people because we really need a permanent solution to this whole crisis. And that's my question. Thank you. Thank you very much, Gift. Hello, uh, we went to you. Now it's Bishop Mashashane, who's in Johannesburg. Bishop, good morning. Uh, Switch your radio off, please, Bishop. Good morning. Sorry about that. Uh, This is Bishop Mashashane, and I'm also the president of uh, South African National Christian Forum. We've got a number of issues which I would like to quickly raise questions on. The first one is, if uh, our brother Fanny is saying the amount which they think one can survive on, though we don't agree with that amount, it's 595. Why then are they giving people 350? if they believe 595 is the amount a person can at least uh, make life. Number two, we had a situation last year. We've got a number of queries which I, we, uh, our structure also presented directly to the president of the country on our meeting with him on the 14th of the, uh, of the last month, July. Being number one, uh, people have applied last year after they lost their jobs. Some of them, as I'm speaking for the pastors, are the pastors whose churches were closed and uh, they were earning their living through the church, uh, you know, proceeds or whatever case. When they apply, they don't get approved. You go to the SASAS offices, they can assist you. We've got an example of uh, a man who applied, but during that time, because he was starving, he had to surrender his uh, investment policy with the old mutual, and he was paid 1700 Before they pay him, they wanted him to go to SARS and apply for the, for the tax clearance. So the moment he applied with the SASA, they pick up that you've got a tax. They say, no, you've got active tax number, so we cannot, uh, we cannot help you. We've got a position which I believe one of the callers have already raised. I'm not going to dwell much on it. People, they would apply, and they get uh, not approved. You do the follow-up. Then they will only come back to you after a number of months, and they refuse to make a a payback, even though they did that deliberately, obviously, to reduce the number of payments. At some stage, they will jump a month or two. You don't receive your money. When they pay you on the third month, they only pay you one month. Meanwhile, on the news, as we follow up, we could see that the same people, the same SASA officials are pocketing the money which was supposed to be going to these poor people. Number, uh, lastly, uh, our brothers uh, have just mentioned that he will be uh, preparing the USSD channel in the later stage. So if it's going to be only in the later stage, What's going to happen right now? We're talking about the vulnerable community.
the people who cannot even access the system. You're talking about application on the virtual. How do you do that? How do you educate our people? Meanwhile, they are starving as we are speaking now. Thank you very much, Bishop Mashashane. Let's allow Fanny to respond. Uh, Fanny, we've heard from Nikita Gift Gabelo, and now Bishop Mashashane. Please give us your response. Um, thanks a lot. Um, I think from from gift, I was able to catch uh, uh, the, uh, the last part of it. The first question, um, I couldn't pick it up. So, payment for last year, which is uh, has not been claimed, that is going to be forfeited. Um, what gift is asking is uh, what informed that. I think this is a critical part because. As I've indicated when I started, I said these people who would have applied, and I think um, this is the key one. Last year, people applied, um, and how it worked was we, we, with, with, the, with the previous processes that we were following last year, we were allowing people to apply. Once you have applied, we'll then verify your details with the different um, external organizations when we are happy that... Um, we have passed the test, we will then approve your application. Once an application has been approved, we will come back to you through the cell phone numbers that you have provided to us and request you to provide us with the, with the bank details. Now, what happened in, in, uh, in that instance for majority of the clients, after we have approved some of them and we came back to them, sending them SMSs that, listen, we have... Uh, you have now been approved. Please give us our bank account details. They did, did, they did not uh, respond. So no bank account details were provided. So what we, we, have, we have done, because there was a large number of clients, and there was an outcry out there that no people are, are not being paid and they've applied. So those that ha- were approved at that time, we worked out an arrangement with the South African uh, Post Office. They had agreed to assist us, that, to assist us so that we facilitate the opening of accounts for these particular clients, and we, we were able to transfer money for them in the accounts that had been uh, pre-opened uh, for them. We then send them communications that, please note that we have, uh, we have now uh, managed to assist you. An account has been opened on your behalf. Go to the South African Post Office as follows and go get your money. These people were nowhere. So money is available sitting there, not being withdrawn. Neither are they coming back to us, either calling us or somehow making efforts to engage with us to make inquiries around that. So those people, their, their grants have been approved, money is lying uh, in their accounts, and they are not being withdrawn. In a nutshell, that, that money is meant to assist during this particular time. So if they still um, uh, need it, they should either be able to call us through the, the, the call center number or go straight in, um, with their documentation and go and withdraw it. But if, if they don't, it's going to go back to the state coffers. Remember, uh, Patricia, that this is the same money that is to be utilized for the same roads, for, for the rest of the other infrastructure, water, electricity, and, and, a, and a number of, of elements. So if, if they still qualify and they still feel that they still need the money. They have been approved. They can go withdraw it. But we also have category of clients that um, had given us their, their, their details. They did not um, give us um, their banking details. And 
we attempted to help them with opening of accounts, but we also found that there's issues with some of the details. Um, the post office could not open accounts for them. And, and we send them messages on the contact details that they provided us, and they're not coming forth. So uh, when the period comes to an end, all monies are going to go back to the state. But in short, they have this month that we are in to go and attempt to withdraw. Uh, otherwise, the money is going to be um, uh, returned to the state, and, and, uh, to the state and, and, uh, and unfortunately. Cabello um, has indicated that um, are we working, is SASA and the department working on a permanent solution to the problem? at hand um, uh, remember the problem at hand is a it's um it's an issue that cannot be resolved by sasa only but uh, the minister has outlined a few times in uh, a number of um, media engagements that uh, she has had there are uh, discussions on the table um in the different spaces around the uh, basic income grant so in a nutshell cabello um, there are debates that are taking place. Affordability is also being looked at. Um, so I can't confirm, CTDA, that yes, tomorrow there will be a solution. But uh, different experts um, and different stakeholders are engaging, advising government accordingly on, on um, a number of scenarios that government can look at uh, to see how best to circumvent the problem in the, in the, in the long run. Bishop uh, Mashashani, um, I think I must indicate that um, your, your question around why give people 350, whereas um, with, your, with your new amendments on the regulations, you have made provision for a, an income um, a threshold of 595. I must indicate that um, a, a Patricia as I've outlined, remember there is an issue of affordability here uh, because for this particular round of um, the 350, uh, the, the amount of money that we've been um, provided, is, is, it will enable us to be able to assist everyone and anyone who qualifies, um, who is in, in need during this particular period as per the provisions of the directions, but up to the actual amount that we have been allocated by National Treasury on the basis of affordability. Treasury has only given us a, a, a reasonable uh, allocation that will um, allow us to be able to pay in the 9.6 million people for the next eight months. And, 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 and that is in, in the region of around uh, 2.6 billion. So, yes, the wishes out there could be that um, pay more because the different... Uh, uh, people have got uh, 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 different suggestions. Others are saying uh, not, not even a 500 is actually adequate enough. Why are you not giving at least a 1,000 rent? But there's issues of affordability. On the same note, we need water, we need electricity, we need roads, we need houses, and it all comes from the same kitty. So um, there is issues of affordability, and, um, uh, uh, and as a result, if we balance... Um, all these elements, uh, 350, had therefore been uh, seen as a, a, an amount that government can afford in the interim. 
All right, I'm going to go to our callers here and I'm going to ask that you kindly keep it short, sweet and precise. Vusis Bia in Newcastle, good morning. Sabona, this is Patricia. Sabona, I'm cool. Alright, we'll ask that question. Uh, just to yep. translate, uh, Fanny, uh, Vusi was asking um, about his application. He applied and uh, he was approved uh, and he got his first 350 rand at the post office. But uh, when he went back the second time, he was told that he can't get it because he has applied for an IRP5, but he's been unemployed for many years. But you'll respond after Tandisa. Tandisa, good morning. I'm Antony, how are you? Strong, thank you, Tandisa. Oh, I'm doing well. Mantuni, you know what? Uh, it's for the second time I speak to Fani and the CEO of uh, uh, SASA, of Social Service. You know, I've, we, 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 Sanko, we have been monitoring this issue of uh, 350 in this district of Kreskaunda, especially in Matosana. We don't have any problem with post office of Schlechtstop and Velkopis and other places in Ognitihani and other places. We have only problem with Stilfontaine and Kuma post offices. Money is lying there because of the manager of that uh, post office of Stilfontaine. Don't want to, he does not want to pay people. He always returned people in that post office. He said the money is not there. But when you check in the phones of this, the, the other people there, they said the money is, you must come and collect the money on the set date. You see, I've been saying this to Fani and the CEO, even the MEC of uh, social service here in Northwest. I did call the MEC here to say, MEC, we have a problem with the managers of post offices of Kuma and, uh, and Stilfontaine. I approached them and I spoke to them. I said, please, give, us, give our people a good service. Mm-hmm. Because these people, they, they, they drive with food from Kuma to Stilfontaine. Thank they, you for the question. I'm sure I'm please. sure we get the gist of it. Thank you very much. Afani, please do respond uh, to our listeners. All right. I think uh, if I start with the gentleman in Newcastle, I think let me indicate that last year when we were here and um, we were speaking to um, your colleague who is normally on talking point, we had explained a process that we call it a reconsideration process, which is a, a journey which all clients that we would have declined. So if we have declined you, like the gentleman in Newcastle, and you, you are adamant that, look, I'm of the view that the, the, the database of the organization that you would have checked, whether it's SARS, UIF, GEPF, or, or uh, Correctional Service, or any one of those databases that we utilize to verify. So if you are, if you are, you are sure and and you, and you know that, no, I never worked, I never had income, and you'd want Sasa to reconsider its, its decision. 
there is a a process that is um, uh, um, outlined in our in our regulations, which wherein you can basically appeal uh, such a decision. And what what will then happen if you do if you follow that channel? Sasa will then is now forced to look at other alternatives, and and the other alternatives is. is um, we now go to uh, organize, uh, entities such as banks. We say, we take your details, we give them to the financial institutions. We say, please locate this person anywhere in your, in your, in your banking databases and confirm if ever he's got uh, any bank accounts. If he, if he does have, please go through such accounts and confirm for us if there's any uh, income flows that are happening in those bank accounts. On the basis of such uh, feedback that we get, we then uh, will then review our decision. So I think the gentleman in Newcastle, please reapply my uh, my brother. And uh, if you happen to be rejected for any other reason and you are and you are uh, you are not happy, please follow the the appeal process. We will then uh, reconsider your de- uh, the decision by um, by by going right. outside. Funny, uh, quickly, can you just uh, tell us what happens at the post office? Why would people not receive the money, uh, like our other listener was saying? Look, um, Patricia, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of the post offices are small, um, and um, the post offices that the gentleman is is referring to, they are amongst um, um, uh, satellite post offices that are out there. I think he's in northwest, in the Klexdorp areas. Now, the post offices that are small, and, and remember, part of the behavior of the people that are receiving the 350 grant, if they go to this site and um, they go there in large numbers, others go there not even on the days that they're supposed to be going there because we give them appointments. And if the money in that post office is depleted, what they will do is they will hop into uh, the next available post office. And if you go to some of the smallest post offices, surely the money will be depleted too quick. And also taking into account that the infrastructure in such sites is, is, is not built to be able to carry huge sums of money. All right. Um, I, th- I think that makes sense. But hopefully um, that you will be able to make sure that this round, you as uh, Sasa, uh, make sure that uh, the post office is able to. Thank you very much for joining us, Fanny. At, uh, after this, we'll give out the contact details and the websites for applications.